is the worst disease. You and Phil, he's so itchy. I'm gonna get him one of those sticks with the thing. Well, I should shave my legs. Probably help. But really, if I just want it's long, it's soft. I know. It's just getting to be. It's just that I'm like sweaty and working all day, is the thing. Okay. Stopping touching all the things. Whew. All right. Well, here we are. Welcome to another episode of Sadcast. Um, episode what? 11? 10? 11, I think. Doesn't really matter. Um, you will know what episode it is before I do. I'm going to cut all this out. Um, <laughs> today we have an extra special guest uh, slash guest co-host. Um, Pamela Runas, who is the designer for Sad Mag. Um, hi, Pam. Hello. How's it going? It's great. Cool. You live across the hall from me. Steps away. <laughs> it was a real effort to get here, but oh. I'm here. Sorry, I'm itching my leg. Oh, I know what to get you for your birthday now. A leg Gold stretcher? bond. <laughs> Medicated itch what powder. What is gold bond? Medicated itch powder. I've never oh. watched television. Is that that commercial where they pour it? It's like, stops itch nerves fast. I don't know if it talks about nerves or not. I just remembered the packaging because it's gold. I'm such an itcher. I just feel like itching is actually so satisfying. It's because I had eczema as a baby. Uh, but you can go too far. You totally can. Like with most things in life. I'm like, push it. No. No. Okay, stop it. Don't take hallucinogens, because I feel like that could be a real bad situation for you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I haven't, I don't think. Mushrooms are hallucinogens, right? Yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, sometimes that's scary. I haven't, I, I did them last summer for the first time in a long time. It's so funny, I was thinking just before we started recording, like, am I going to talk about drugs? Because, like, in my every, like, my most important thing about doing this is to just talk normally and be myself. But I can't help but think that I'm putting my name on something and then putting it out into the universe forever. Kind of. And, like, I don't know, like, readers in Japan of my column or, like... Oh, man, you gotta be yourself. Like, my nieces. I know, I know, Well, I know. they're all gonna grow up, though. And then yeah. be like, oh, it's not really a big deal she's talking about. I know. I'm already trying with my niece to be like... She already, like, called me out on a previous podcast where I was like, the one where I talked about... I think I just had Kelsey on the whole time. I was like, sit back, smoke a joint. Enjoy this adorable <laughs> kid talking about Minecraft for 20 minutes. And uh, my, my niece was like, I don't think you really had to do that. <laughs> And I was wow. like, but I th I really appreciate like a chaste 16, 17 year old, like in the sense of That's a good kid. not being that like drug. No, drug. you would rather that than yeah, that, for sure. I was totally like that too. And like, I feel like I'm glad that I saved all of that for adulthood. <laughs> like high school oh, would definitely. have been totally different if I was stoned all the time. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, there we slipped right into the big, big old... Well, kind of. We dipped a toe into the drug combo. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about a few different things. <sighs> I get this, like, listy voice when I do the podcast. Today Okay, here's alternate names for the podcast that I've been thinking of over the past few months. Okay, so we're thinking about revamping the podcast a little bit. For those of you who are listening, it would be really interesting to hear your feedback. We have an email address. It's it's sadcastpodmag 
gmail.com. Oh my god. Can I I'm gonna fix that. <laughs> no. I'm gonna fix it's that sad, later. Sad pop no, I can't remember. Oh, oh Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna rectify that later, but See, you guys would I feel like you must have earth signs in your chart because you're you can make more sense of the universe than me. I can't. I oh just the nerdy time. like computer verse, that's it. But I'm normally that person for everyone else. Like I'm normally the one that's like, come on. Like Cause I think you only have a capacity to do like so many things. Like you probably have like things you always do for people on the internet, like maybe look up stuff or you know, I I, I guess I've just set up emails for people so many times and websites and domains. Right. Like, well, plus you work on your computer for your life. Yeah, I just do it all the time. Yeah. Do you have, like, sad computer eyes? Um, like I'm crying all the time? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm working amazing, so hard. Amazing. That's not what I meant, but that's awesome. <laughs> do you cry all the time? Um, unrelated. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. And, um, no, actually, I don't really notice too much my eyes. It's more my back and neck. Right. My neck. My back. My I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to go when there. When I was in the hospital, Rachel came to see me and she... I, I remember. Like, what, what hurts? She's like, I'm like, my neck, my back. And she went there, she and we had just been in a car accident, yeah. like, okay, it's, well, laughter is the best medicine. It's, it's, oh, it's okay, it's true friendship. Um, anyway, um, so, yeah, so one of the ideas that I had for an alternate podcast is, what's your deal? I mean, I feel like you don't have to have it in that voice, but like, hey, like, welcome to the Sadcast, like, what's your deal? Which is, like, an alternate how you doing? I don't actually really like it when people say that, but at the same time... Sounds accusatory. Yeah, it's really tricky. You're kind of stuck. You can't kind of be like, I'm fine, thank you. It's your deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it totally can be. It can be kind of aggressive. Yeah. But in, in a different way, it can definitely be... I feel like this was a slight culture gap as topic at some point, but like, I think they were talking about greetings and salutations. I would never like, greet someone that way. It's, in a party, it's yeah. It's just intense. Hey. What's your name? You say that when someone says something, like, jerky. Yeah. You're like, what's your deal? <laughs> like, it's true. why are you being a dick? But I'm saying that there's also, like, a kind of more friendly way that would be the only way that I would mean it if I made the podcast like that. And it's it's okay that there's, like, that tension with being like, what's your deal? But... You're like, what's your deal with so-and-so-and-so? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so like, for know. example, Pam... What's your deal? It's a hard question to answer because yeah. it's vague. Mm-hmm. But that's so interesting. That's why it's like Rorschach. What's my deal? I guess it's very telling. It's like whatever first thing you say is so telling about you. Like, yeah. do you lead? Now I'm like, oh, God, do I lead with, like, I'm a designer? Do I lead with, I'm a cat lady? Do I lead with, like, uh, I don't even know. It's just, uh, yeah, a lot of... Yeah. Okay. Reframe. <laughs> Maybe it's I'm too neurotic for the what's your deal question, I think. That's your deal. You're like, I'm neurotic. I'm, I'm neurotic a designer a, cat lady. That question fills me with panic, so. There you go. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> me too. It's like when people ask me what my favorite song is or my favorite movie. I'm like, no. I won't answer favorite questions. I yeah. don't. I don't. It's mean. It's yeah. cruel. I will do like, I will occasionally, in, it's cruel. I love it. <laughs> It's like choosing one of your babies. Like, I can't. Why? And then, because you just ultimately regret what you said. And then you think about it. You're falling asleep. I fucking should have said this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Why? Yeah, just I can't. I refuse. Mm. Yeah, what I was going to say was that I I sometimes answer with, like, this movie is in my top ten. 
that's unranked, you know, like, or this <laughs> yes, movie is, yes, like, extremely yes. important to me, like, this is in, this is one of the most important movies to me, or whatever, but okay. it's not, like, okay, there's a clear winner. Okay, I like that. I can you know, probably, I mean, that's do, that. I can probably I do, do that. Yeah. What are some 90s movies that are really, really important to you? Um, like, yeah. and I don't just mean, like, of the genre, I kind of mean, like, of when you were a teenager. Okay, well, Clueless, for sure, was mm-hmm. one that I, I watched a lot. But then, like, I feel like I watched a lot of 80s movies in the 90s. Yeah. Like, um, Earth Girls Are Easy. Ooh, I've never seen that. Oh, it's a great one. Cool. Oh, we should watch that. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, uh, Jeff Goldblum's, like, An Alien with Damon Wayans and what? Gina Davis. and. didn't see any of these movies. Oh, it's so good. Um, and uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Sarah Jessica Parker. And she like goes in this dance competition. Maybe I did. Uh, I was girly in the nineties and eighties. I was not really girly in the nineties. I don't even know if I was girly in the eighties, to be honest, (laughs) for like a hot five minutes. Well, if I think about those movies, they're pretty. But I have I I have quote unquote girly movie tastes in the sense that I'm not like I'm not really into anything fantasy related. Not that I want to, like, gender that, but I feel like there's a lot of dudes who are into, like, Star Wars and Legends of the Rings and Fall. Legends of the Rings! <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm bad with those kind of movies because I don't care. Yeah, I hear you. So, yeah. What is it? Legend? No. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Legends of the Fall. That's, those are different genres. Those are totally different. One yeah. has Brad Pitt. Totally. Very hunky. And, like, Clint Eastwood? No. Um, no. I think it's just Brad Pitt. I don't remember who else is in that movie. Yeah, but that was also one I watched in the 90s. That is one I watched. That's early Brad. Post Thelma and Louise. Discovery Brad. Because my best friend growing up was obsessed with Brad Pitt, but I was obsessed with Tom Cruise, which is embarrassing now. Well, it's 50-50. You know, well, whatever. So we would watch all of those (laughs) movies. We watch all the Brad movies, all the Tom Mm. movies, and trade-offs. So I've seen all of those. Cocktail, went, <laughs> Cocktail was so great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was great. I mean, come He's on. He's great. Come apparently, on. this is what I've heard. Apparently, Tom Cruise is one of the best. Like, even though to me the man seems kind of totally ludicrous and crazy, and I have all sorts of concerns and like, yeah, like ethical misgivings about Scientology. I do feel I have heard that he absolutely wants to like be friends with everyone on every set he's on, and like really likes yeah, everybody regardless I do hear of that. what role they're playing and is kind of really jazzed about being a, a person who makes movies and stuff and that's cool like I have a lot of respect for people who have a lot of respect for their crews and yeah. just for the whole enterprise I've know? only ever heard like good things and I think that makes him seem crazy probably I've discovered that the more crazy like quote like crazy is such a complicated word but like the more kind of like loopy exuberant out there like, are they crazy kind of people <clears throat> I meet, the more I like them. <laughs> like, the more I'm just like, ugh, my people. I The thing that makes me like people is, like, authenticity. I mean, there's mm-hmm. some people that I meet that are, like, really happy, but I feel like it's fake, and, it, and but I But authenticity like is it. such a difficult thing to adjudicate. In it's a person. feeling. Yeah, well, so it's intuition about, your, about their authenticity, because I feel like you can't sure. know if someone's being on authentic until you understand whether or not they're being awkward or whether or not they're being they're like nervous like for example today perfect example so I'm given the task of going to buy beer 
they give me $150. And I'm, it's like six by the time I can get out to get it. We're probably done at seven. So I have to go get it, come back, and like, I forgot to get ice. Anyway, um, takes me a long time to get there and get it. And then I get back and forgot ice and had to go get it again. And it's like we're wrapped and people are having kind of lukewarm beers and it's kind of, it's fine, but it's like, like it's kind of a fail. And then I'm standing next to the two, one, the person who kind of assigned me the, the job, but another people and they're senior people to me for sure, like a couple rungs probably. Um, but I am definitely aware that I'm trying to impress them or that I want to make a good impression. Not at any cost, but just in being myself. And, uh, and so I like, out of nowhere, without any pre-planning, like concocted this kind of, I got stuck in this sentence train that was like, oh, it was so stressful to buy the beer, even though it was totally the, not stressful at all. It was just like, it took a long time and I forgot to get ice. So in my mind, I was like reverse engineering a story in which I was so stressed out that I forgot to buy ice. Oh God. <laughs> in truth, I like didn't really think about it slash thought like, fuck it, I'm sure we can get ice like in the building somewhere. Kind of. Oh, like, yeah. I just didn't really think about it very much. And But yeah, so then I think, God, these guys must think I'm such an idiot for being so stressed out about going on a beer run. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, I'm, I wasn't very authentic in that moment, but only because I was really nervous. Oh, God, don't replay that later. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gone. It's cool. I feel like they're, I feel like they like me. And the truth is, it's like, I think they like me because I just do good work, mostly. Yeah, Occasionally, I'm, like, to go tucked away runs, on my phone. So don't but, like, worry about it. Yeah. Well, they could send someone they don't care about on a beer run, but they also ask me to do important things, so it makes me feel like they like Well, that's what I mean. I mean, you do the important things, like, mm-hmm. well, like, the beer run's not really what you should be judged on. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you fuck up a beer run, then you're like, a bad, you're uh, bad, you're... It's too late. <sighs> maybe, maybe. But not in the film industry. I feel like you have to be good at everything. stopped talking about what your deal was though what's your deal oh yeah i wanted to like reframe okay so let's talk about sad mag pam what's the pam sad mag story how did you come to the magazine what's your role what's the future maybe okay um so i started with sad mag like three years ago ish i think i don't know um basically started through me and katie's relationship so her and i worked together literally like 10 years ago, um, at like image editing for this company. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met her. And then I just didn't see her for years. And then I joined the Kingsgate Chorus. Perfect. And there was Katie. And I was like, oh, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then I started doing the posters for Kingsgate. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, you should come to this meeting we're having about the next issue of Sad Mag. Maybe you want to like do some work. Katie's the best work. Great. Just so great. And, yeah. like, how awesome. That should be her whole job in life. She can do anything, pretty much. She can totally do anything. Um, but she's very good at bringing people together. Yeah. Totally. A so connector. Can't say re-entry. Mm-hmm. Go on. Oh, sorry. okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah. we I went to a meeting. And, um, you know, Sad Meg has always been super cool. But I was like, well how can I (laughs) just put my stamp on this? What can I do? And I saw an opportunity to like, you know, make it cooler. So I just asked, can we change the logo? Can we change the size? What, what can we do to make it bigger and better? Yeah. 
and uh, change the location of the logo. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you just really got to do top left because that's how they're stacked in stores. I yeah, think it's kind of. An I have a picture. I saw a picture like from two years ago because I was trying to find a cherry blossom picture and like I didn't take any last year and so I was totally depressed. I think or working or both, and this year I haven't had a chance. Slash like, it's it's a weird it's a weird bloom like <laughs> I don't know, um, so I went to back to back to about two years ago and there's a like kind of drunk picture of us in chapters like you have big glasses and oh, it's like yes. you're holding not our mag but like the Fast Company with like yeah because it's that woman who I don't remember her name the one the Club Monaco woman okay. with the glasses yeah yeah because yeah. I just love her look and we're like oh I'm gonna be totally. like this woman which yeah. I can't remember. Well, we can look it up. Um, yeah, so it's been a while. But so you kind of edged your way in as a designer, and then you became head designer, kind of eventually, just through like convenience and whatever and interest. I really, people. I feel like I sort of pushed my way in, and I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I think I really just wanted to do it, mm -hmm. and I think that I'll, I think I'll enthusiasm is. Yeah always going to be the most important piece of a yeah. volunteer project. I think I was just really, like, I was too gung-ho, and I think that maybe, you know, alienate, I don't know. I can oh, be I a, a bit of a bully. Well, I don't think bully is the right word. I think you're, a like... A force to be reckoned with, can yeah, you say? I feel like you have, you have really strong vision, <laughs> and you have a really clear way of articulating your feelings, which a lot of people struggle with, I think. You know, and you have great clarity with that, so that... Makes you a good designer leader. Well, I just said I wanted to do it, so I did it, and um, yeah, here we are. Yeah. Years later. It's beautiful. They keep getting beautifuler. I try to make each one better than the last. I mean, and I'm always unhappy. Like, let me be clear. I'm always unhappy with it, because I feel like it can always be better. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's... So I'll keep doing it until maybe I do that perfect issue. I don't think that's possible. Yeah. What would the perfect issue be? Like gold leaf? Oh, no. It's not just about scratch like <laughs> scratch and sniff. Yes. The perfect issue would be scratch and sniff on it's every page. It's a good thing that the cat issue wasn't scratch oh, and sniff. Oh, if we could have done flocking on the cat. It's like that fuzzy, <gasps> like fuzzy printing. Shut up. I've always wanted to flock something. Like, just always. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so expensive. There aren't very many places that do it. I don't think anyone please. here does it. Oh my god, can I please put that on a t-shirt for you? I always wanted to flock <laughs> What's your something. flocking problem? What's your flocking deal? Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I feel like we're having a very, like, friendly conversation. I hope people like that. I do feel you, like do you have hard-hitting questions you need to ask me? No, no. I mean, I don't know. You're getting married this year. That's true. What did, so how do you feel about marriage as an institution for women? For women? I think it would be for anyone the question, but yeah. um. No, but I mean like, I don't mean like this is a question for women. I mean like the institution of marriage has obviously, like, traditionally not been, like, a beneficial situation for women. And that has shifted yeah. dramatically. But, like, some people are still down on it because of feeling like it's still an ownership ritual. I mean, I would only feel that way if the person I was marrying felt that it was such a situation. Which they are not, obviously. Right. I mean, I'm a strong, independent woman. You fucking know. And, uh, if... Uh, my partner 
couldn't handle that they wouldn't be my partner, so. Exactly. Also, you can just walk out at any time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, let's be honest, I, I mean, marriages end all the time. I, that is obviously not the goal. Yeah, no. But, I'm... Yeah, you want to burn this one down. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> is that the right expression? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We should play, what's his name? Ben, Ben, Ben Kingsley? <laughs> what's his name? Ben... The actor. Ben... Ben, it's I know. Holds. It's Ben. I'm like I it's, the, it's the Jack Johnson guy. The Jack Johnson Ben Ben <laughs> Harper Harper. Thank God. Holy fuck. Wow. Oh my God. I went to worst stoner ever. George Washington, i.e. Sasquatch Festival. Okay. Do you see him? To see Ben Harper. Uh, and Jack Johnson, who was like an unknown at the time, or like a little known, maybe. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Like a not like a. Like, the minor Ben Harper, uh, who was there. And also, like, string cheese incident, which is like, what even is that? Like, that's one of those bands I've always heard the name, been (laughs) curious, but never curious enough to look it up. I have no idea what they sound like. Is it string instruments? I can't even remember. Honestly, the truth was, is we drove all the way down there in one day. And it feels like, oh, it's just somewhere in Washington. No big deal. But, like, actually, it was, like, five or six hours straight of driving because it's, like, in Nowheresville, Washington. Oh, yeah. No offense. Nowheresville. But it's deep in the nowhere. It's beautiful, but it's deep in the nowhere. And we weren't camping because someone had to work the next day or whatever. So we, I think me, didn't drink or stopped drinking at at an early stage. And then we drove all the way home after. And I think Strange Cheese Incident was headlining, and so we left during them. What world are they headlining? I don't even know who they are. I know. I don't know. I feel like festivals like that have different kinds of days where different ages of bands kind of headline, and I feel like they were more about appealing to a different audience. I have to go home and Google it, because now I need to know. (laughs) I love that you're going to keep that in. You probably will. Sorry. They weren't far enough away. I worked. Ladies and gentlemen and other people. I worked. Anyway, string cheese incident. Um, where, how did we get to the string cheese incident from where we were? Ben Hudson. Ben Harper. <laughs> ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Ben Benjamin. Ben Yahoo. Okay, so... We were talking about marriage, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> marriage, string cheese incident. Um, everything is really about cheese. Yeah, I wish. <sighs> I love cheese. I love cheese, too. Dating a vegan has been interesting because obviously there's no cheese when we hang out together. She wouldn't mind if I did that. She doesn't really care. But if we're eating together, then it's just easier to be like, let's cook a cool thing. And she's such an amazing cook that like everything she cooks, it's not like it's missing cheese. Like it's totally fine. Does she have a cheese substitute that's pretty good? I Well, we, she mostly uses Daya, but like I've actually, Daya is like a brand. It's like the brand of big cheese. But I've actually come to really like Daya, because it's got its own whole thing going on. It's well, I think that's the important thing. You have yeah. to like it, whatever it is. Yeah. It can't it's be like a soy too protein, probably. weird chemically trying to agreed, be agreed. a cheese. Anyway, but I find myself like um, really enjoying a good snacking cheese every once in a while. Like Especially at work, they'll have you know little Costco kind of baby bells or one-offs mm-hmm. in the fridge, and I just go and pop a cheese. They, they have it at my work, too, today, and... Really funny, so many people at my work are doing this um, Kyo, Kyo diet. Ugh, I hate which, I hate diets. Well, but it seems just like Atkins because they're just not eating carbs. Mm. Um, but everyone just loves the cheese platter now because 
you know, <laughs> none of them are eating carbs. Amazing. And I'm just eating a donut right, right in front of them. Yes. I can't help it. And I feel really bad. My tube mate, like, doesn't eat the carbs. And I'm They're just choice. like, oh, how's that going, eating a donut? <laughs> such a jerk. It's okay. I mean, I wouldn't do that in front of my person that I'm dating, but that person, like, makes those choices because that's how they feel good and, like, happy and yeah. whole. So it's, like, not interesting to them to eat cheese or... Yeah. Go to Duffins yeah. or go to any other country ever. Yeah. <laughs> just well, kidding. you know. No, just kidding. To each I'm sure you can travel and figure it out. But um, although, is there anything that you want like people to know about you that we haven't touched on? You oh. said you're a designer. Obviously, you're the sad night designer. But and also a designer for a place that pays you in the real world. Yes, for real. <laughs> a real designer. In a for real place. That's yeah. Design all day. Design all night. Design all the time. Yeah. Do you have design-y dreams? What kind of dreams oh, yeah. do you have? Oh, weird dreams. Mm. I always have really weird dreams. I dreamt like, that I was spooning with someone from work that was, like, not a thing that, like, you would do with this, like, old, wait, older wait. person. Paint the scene. Were you in your bed? Were you in their bed? Were you in some weird bed that was your bed, but you didn't recognize it? I don't know whose bed it was, honestly. Random bed. Random bed. But not, like, a random bed of a dream, just a random bed to your... To, consciousness to my here. consciousness I don't know that right. it was ever interesting whose then. bed it was but it wasn't like a hotel it was like just in a house no like it wasn't like we were doing something weird it was just like you just kind of blinked and then it was spooning uh, I can't really remember all I remember now well it's just when I see that person now I'm like why did I have that why did I have that dream about you <laughs> when you're like an old person that is I'm not attracted to in any way but then it's not about that you know I bet it's about work I bet it's mm. about like Taking my work to bed. Yeah. Or. Who was being spooned? I was. So you need some like nurturing and some reassurance maybe and some support. Oh, I like that interpretation. Or like also some <gasps> dream guidance. Yeah, that was during. Maybe, oh, yeah, you could. Could... That would be totally inappropriate. I want to be like dream. Inappropriate? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm not like. I feel like dream catchers, it's like First Nations. I'm not First Nations. Oh, I thought you meant like because it's some kind of sexual thing. Or... No, no, no. Anyway, dream holder. I want to like hold your dreams. Um, yeah, you can hands. you can try to interpret them. I would love it. I, I normally sure. do remember my dreams. That one was. Ooh, the other week, and it was, I was just very stressed out from work, so I think that's why yeah. I had that one. But being spooned by an older colleague at work, to me, isn't much of a stretch. Like, that's kind of like, maybe you needed guidance, or like, because yeah. being spooned is so kind of, I don't know, to Probably. me it's like maternal almost, like mm -hmm. you're spooned in the womb by your mother's body. Yeah, it did not feel sexual. No, exactly, yeah. right? It's like familial. Yeah, yeah, very bizarre. Which is like kind of carnal in a weird way. That is not the thing I want people to know. Who <laughs> weird dreams about my colleagues? <laughs> I think that's probably the perfect thing for people to know. But uh, um, yeah. It will basically if I know you, I'll probably dream about you. I like I just interesting. It all gets into a big blender in there. Interesting. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I barely ever remember my dreams. Um, what I is the stage that you remember them? Deep sleep? No, deep sleep? it's usually like eight hours later. I'm like, wake up and I'm like, or I might wake up and be like, whoa, but then I'll forget right away. And then eight hours later, I'll be like, oh yeah, I dreamt about that tonight or last night or whatever. And then I'll forget again. Mm. I don't know. My brain's always kind of really floating in a million directions, even all the time. And, um, 
You're like dreaming when you're awake. Basically. I feel, well, <laughs> maybe, but like visually, I feel like, I mean, you might relate to this as a designer, but for me, visually, I don't know. I feel like I can take things in and not worry always about their meaning or whatever. And then, or I'll ascribe meaning to it and then forget about it because I've ascribed meaning to it. Or I don't know, like, I think in the last year or so, though, I've started to have a lot more kind of disturbing dreams happen occasionally. And, but then I think that's all been like pharmaceutical related. So is that a side effect? Like bad dreams? How do they know what's a bad dream? Well, here's the thing. Okay. So this has been a bit somewhere, except it's about weird dreams. Oh, I don't know. But the real truth is that, so the anxiety pills that I was on last year that I am no longer on, I mostly quit. I couldn't really feel like they were, I didn't really feel like they were doing anything, but then also, uh, they gave me like violent nightmares like I'd never had before, like being chased like by a rapist or whatever, or like someone like pulling a knife on me. And like, that's a total side effect of a lot of, um, what do you call it? Psychotropic got like, like brain drugs is that you get. That's why you take them to chill out. I know. Right. (laughs) So yeah, so I was like, this is not making me less anxious. Like let's switch it up because I don't want to get murdered in my sleep. Thanks. Um, yeah, so I did, and everything's kind of kind of cool now. But um, did you know at the time that that it was that was why? It took several of them for me to be like, "This something is happening." Oh, it's I'm having these dreams because I'm on these pills. I think you know. I think hmm. um, drugs and pills. Um, yeah, how do we get there again? Again, this is where we started. <laughs> So we were going to talk about podcasts. I feel like it's getting a little late to do that. But let's just do a quick segment called This Week in Podcasts, um, where we talk about something we learned this week from one of the podcasts that we listened to. You go first. Sure. Um, I listened to this podcast called Lexicon Valley, Mm. and it kind of goes through the etymology of different words. Um, And uh, today's word was... Uh, carnival mm. and it basically it's like basically means like meat stay away from it's like the party before lent like oh. the day before lent yeah and then you like that's where like mardi gras yeah and all that eventually yeah. yeah so you're just like whooping it up before you are getting fast wow so interesting it's meat binge except it means like stay away from meat because you are going to be staying away from me, I guess. And maybe I didn't listen to this fully carefully, but like, <laughs> some to do cool. lint yeah. and meat. This is interesting. It's interesting that you like totally nailed it and then also like squished squish a little bit on the ending there because that's also how I feel about mine. Like I was going to pre-look it up and be like, let me get my facts straight. But no, I don't think, I think <laughs> this is like, what, this segment should be called, what can you retain from <laughs> yeah, podcast listening? So uh, this week I retained that from Slate Culture Gap Fest that, and I'm a plus member, so this was in the plus segment, that the current American, but I'm assuming Canada does the exact same thing, incarnation of Daylight Savings Time is longer than it was even 15 or 20 years ago yes. because George W. Yes. Bush extended it during his time. So we it gets... Daylight Savings Time kicks in earlier in March and kicks out later in whatever, October, November. I just don't understand why. And that that's Bush, that's, that's 
fucking Bush legacy, which is what? Which like is how crazy. Is... I know. Okay. How well... do you like decide to change the time? Anyway. Side note, everything to do with time change, I've always thought, like, I've always found weirdly inspiring. Like, I was kind of, my thing about it was that I thought, if people can basically agree to just change the time, just, like, all fucking do it. Like, businesses, airlines, humans, banks, military. Daylight savings? Yeah, like... Well, wherever place they do it, everyone does this. It's, like it's what I'm saying, people. right? But what I'm saying is I found that inspiring. That people can just be like, you know what? Let's just take this weird, arbitrary step altogether. And I always found like that kind of cool, actually. That even if most people are like, I don't fucking know why we do this and I don't care. If you think... I don't think that if they introduce a thing like daylight savings now, yeah, people would. No, I agree. I agree. But what I'm saying is I always found it kind of hopeful. That people can just, like that we can even agree on time. You know what I mean? Like mm. mostly, and like I guess that it's not maybe not agreeing. Like maybe it's like a. I think we were like, like spoon fed this thing. Yeah. Before the internet. Maybe I'm like just being we... grateful for the system. <laughs> I'm like no, no. We were all pretty much ignorant before. Yeah. Pre-internet, no. But like I'm just thinking like before people could get information from across the world and everywhere and know what everyone's doing. Yeah. You're just listening to. It you know, your direct government, and yeah. yes, this is what everyone's doing, and everyone True. is just everyone around me, because I, I can't right. see past where I am. Yeah. Yeah. That well. That's true. I mean, I still feel like we're kind of like that, although we do have the internet. I feel like I've heard more about daylight savings this year than I ever have. It's true. People are talking about it this year. I don't know why. Um, see, we're all getting hip to it and saying, why are we doing what's this? What's the deal? But I like it. Like, I'm, I love it, because I want all the light. All the, I don't care about the morning. Love and light at night. Yeah, I feel like complaining about it's kind of dumb. It's like, okay, the first day. Exactly, and that's why no one's ever going to be like, well, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm sure there are movements out there that are like, fuck daylight savings. Who complains about it later when you gain an hour? (laughs) Nobody. Exactly. (laughs) That's a classic Pam. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Look at the other side. It's true. (laughs) Okay, anyway, the only other tidbit of information that I sort of retained from that um, segment was that it... Its current incarnation was started during World War One by the Germans in order to save money on like fuel tanks or something like that. I might have been so like wowed by that piece of information that I stopped listening to the rest of the description, or I might have been like driving and distracted by a drive. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't really remember why I don't. Remember Do you ever just that. stop listening once you like get enough to like relay an interesting fact to somebody else or tweet or whatever? Sometimes I'm like, that's enough. That's the, you know, the best part. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've ever done it like that. I mean, I will sometimes be so excited or interesting about something that I'll stop immediately and, like, share it, but not... I would, I'm not, like, driving towards that. Well, I don't know that I'm driving towards that. I feel like I check out after I get to that point. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And then I just kind of mm. go off with it, basically. Right. My mind just goes on and... I don't even care about the rest of it. And it, they could disprove whatever they said, you know, and I could just have it wrong the whole entire time. But. Here's a great meta question to wrap up our segment. Where, Where is the place where you do most of your podcast listening? Like, how do you hear podcasts? I hear podcasts. I walk to work. Mm-hmm. So walking to and from work, yeah. mostly. Which and is like, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, it's about 15 minutes. Uh, so it's a good half hour yeah. every day. And then, That's a great um, chunk of time. While I'm at work, if I'm doing something, I mean, I can't always listen to it because it depends what you're doing, but if I'm doing something that's just like illustrating or something like 
that I know what the task is and it's visual, like then yeah. I can listen to a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, like photoshopping or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, oh my god, look how cute my cat is. Ugh, Darren. Okay, so um, I listen to podcasts now just on my commute. So normally I would, um, which is driving in my car, but normally, which is half an hour each way, more or less, each day. Which I'm now finding is like actually, I'm, so it used to be that I just like looked for podcasts and looked for podcasts and there was never enough to fill my commute because I commuted four hours a day in England and that's when I kind of really got into podcasts and then then when four I was, hours yeah like an hour and fifty minutes each way for how long and why for a year and a half or whatever because it was a good job and you couldn't live closer to it no because I wanted to live in London but I was working outside of London. Brutal. And it was like just a shitty connection and whatever, but yeah, it sucked. <laughs> but um, it sucked a lot. But every like a lot of things about England sucked. Anyway, wait, you were listening. I checked out. Were you listening to podcasts <laughs> at that time? Were there podcasts? Absolutely. Yeah, this when was, was this? only two thousand nine to two thousand eleven. So there was already Q and Savage Lovecast and like. Um, wow, I don't think I was listening culture to podcasts Gap then. Yeah. I was listening in Japan still, because I commuted a lot in Japan, but I, it was even more in London. But, um, yeah, I listened to, I think I listened to Q, like, almost from the beginning. Um, Savage Love, I've been there from the beginning. Interesting. Cult Fest, I think I caught it maybe 20 episodes in, and then back-listened. I was a political gap fest. Okay, so it was political gap fest I listened to before Obama for a long time. Before Obama was elected, I was like really interested in that. And then I kind of got it found it boring after that. What was the out. podcast that like made you listen to more podcasts? That's tricky. I don't know. They just all kind of came cuz there's lots of come in and left immediately or just never took or whatever. Hmm. Or where I've just listened to a single episode and been like, "Meh." But, um, like, I listen to The Moth a lot, and I listen to... But I fall in and out of that one. Um, but there wasn't one at the very beginning that got, kind of got you into it? I can't it? remember. I totally can't. I mean, you totally. hear that about probably cereal Savage right now uh, for people yeah. that are just getting into it. Yeah. You know, say that that's I probably feel like Dan Savage. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it was This American Life for me, which is, like, just so typical. Whatever, but it's good. I came a little late to This American Life. One of my favorite podcasts, though, is All Songs Considered. It's how I get all of my cred for being, like, interested in cool music, because it's pretty much exactly, mostly, the kind of music that I like, and at least every other new mix, there's a song on it that I'm like, whoa, I love this. Plug in All Songs Considered. Good. Yeah. I've never listened to it. I love it. It's a little bit, they moderate in between, so it can be tricky, and sometimes they do, like, kind of wrap-up shows, or, like, shows that are kind of surveying things and then they don't pay play full clips so that can be kind of annoying but okay mostly good but yeah no, mostly good it's just like new songs and they're, they know what they're talking about they've been doing it forever I never listen to podcasts that are music mm, it's great yeah it's like play a song and then chat a little bit and then play another song try it out it's like radio it's like radio yeah That's but nice. they were the they were always a podcast but they were like a podcast that was on like an RSS feed in the 90s I think. I think. Maybe they were a radio show before. Because it's NPR, right? So. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I don't really care. Anyway. Right. 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 Well, a lot of those ones are I would still say my radio and podcast. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. 
I would say that my favorite podcast is still Slight Culture Gabfest, but I'm quite enjoying Call Your Girlfriend. I you suggested that to me and I and it couldn't. I only listened click. a couple, it didn't do it. It didn't for click. Alright. Sometimes. I'm an M and Friedman fan, so I just like the combo of them. Yeah, give it a shot. Sometimes they're not. I don't whatever. Well, I don't know. We differ because I really love throwing shade, and you don't like that one at all. I don't even think I've ever listened to it, but I saw them live, and I was like, "Oh, cute! I get it." But I can't imagine listening to it. It's so quick. I mean, (laughs) I can equate it to. This might be a weird thing to like liken it to, but like Gilmore Girls in a way, it's very fast, and you hate that show also, so yeah. I can see why right. it would be not for you. It it's just it's clip. just joke, 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 and it would yeah. be very like, yeah, you know, like listening, it. or you miss half of it. Totally, and I like a conversational, like maybe I'll be doing dishes or something. Well, when I was unemployed or underemployed, I was, I would just fucking turn one on, just put my feet up and listen, like, mm-hmm. and I love that too, but what do you do when you want to listen to earphones? I yeah. can't ever hear. Okay, earphones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if I want to listen to something while I'm doing dishes, I have to plug in. Because I can't hear the fucking thing. Unless I, like, if I'm running the water, which I'm often running all the time. Um, okay, we should wrap it up. I'm going to play a song. I'm probably going to play a song. I'm going to play um, Chersey's brand new single. Chersey I played on the podcast on, like, episode two or three or something um and she we've since become kind of buddies she's scoring my film i'm super stoked full disclosure um but anyway she's just released a song through cbc's searchlight kind of thingy deal whatever and so this track is called wolf and she gave it to me to share with you so here we go
Chersey, that was Wolf from it's a brand it's from her new album that's coming out later this year probably not that long from now and um, yeah go vote for it on searchlight on CBC just look up Chersey it's like Chelsea but with an R instead of an O link to it I will there will be a link to it in the thing sadcast.ca the URL that Pam purchased you're welcome <laughs> um, oh we should develop a sign off and that's your deal <laughs> And that's our deal. I don't know. That's our deal. What's your deal? Uh, Maybe that's maybe that should be how we sign up. Just like that's our deal. What's your deal? What's your your deal? (laughs) Um, Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I need to go to a dance party, and you need to go slay dragons. Um. Thank you so much for joining me, Pam. I hope you can join me again soon. And goodbye, world. And that was our deal. What's What's your your deal? deal?